Hello and welcome to the ESG Fitness Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help you think, learn and grow and hopefully smile and laugh on the way too. My aim here is to break down your barriers to taking action and provide you with evidence-based diet and exercise information in a fun and interesting way. I hope I nail that and I hope you enjoy. If at any point you are enjoying this and you think, wouldn't it be great to work with Emma? You can head to esgfitness.co.uk to find out more information. Without further ado, because I hate long introductions, here is this episode. Hello, this episode is about getting back on track. So if you feel like you've gone off track and you're overwhelmed about starting again and it all seems really hard and unachievable at the moment, this episode is for you. The first point I want to make is that going off track from time to time or falling out of routine, like I say going off track in inverted commas in my head, but like falling out of the routine you're in is completely normal, inevitable, and most importantly, not a failure. It's the not getting back on track slash not getting back into routine that is the issue. And as probably my favourite saying goes, you don't drown by falling in the river, you drown by staying submerged. So today's episode was actually inspired by a chat I had with one of my one-to-one clients in check-ins this week. She will stay anonymous, but if you're listening, which I hope you are, this is a pep talk to you. And I also think that it's going to help so many people because it's something that, like I said, all of us will go through at some point. And it's the getting back on track when you fall out of routine that is the most important part because it's inevitable that everyone will. There is never going to be a perfect journey towards any goal, let alone your fat loss goal. So it's really important that you have the resilience to get yourself back on track or back into routine when life happens, essentially. And fortunately, for everybody listening to this, I have come up with a formula that is very simple. It's a three-part formula that will get you back on track. And I'm going to explain why each point is so important. So the first step that you need to take is to reflect on what happened. What can you learn from this? How can you deal with it better the next time it happens? And this is so important because it's often very tempting to just move on. But mistakes are your biggest lessons. And if you don't stop and pause and learn from them, then you'll continue to make the same mistakes again and again and again. The best way that you do this is obviously to journal. And obviously you should all have my journal, the VJ journal. But if you don't, it doesn't matter, right? Get a piece of paper, write down what happened. Let's say, for example, you overate on the weekend. Okay, what were the circumstances leading up to that? Had you over-restricted during the week? Were you feeling quite low and emotional? Was it that you have this perfectionist mindset and as soon as you just went slightly over your calories or you couldn't exactly track the meal that you were having that you thought, well, there's no point doing this at all, I'll get back to it on Monday, and then you continue to overeat. One really obvious point that I want to make, that when I say out loud, I'm like, do I just sound like an idiot like telling people this? But I think people do fall for this, is that you can still go over your calories, but be in a deficit and still lose body fat. So as an example, let's say your maintenance calories are 2,000 calories for ease. 
and I've put you in a 400 calorie deficit so your calorie target on average for the week is to hit 1600 calories because I know that's going to give substantial fat loss by the end of the week but you go over your calories by a little bit so let's say you're on 1800 calories instead of thinking oh well I've gone over my calories so I've ruined it so I'm not going to lose any fat actually be realistic with yourself okay I'm still in a deficit sure it's a slightly smaller deficit than I had planned but if I don't overeat or continue to overeat or think well if I can't do it perfectly I'm not going to bother doing it at all then actually I'm still losing fat this week just maybe not quite as much as what what I had planned to certainly not going backwards I'm still taking a step forward I'm just not taking two steps forward and a lot of these things when you speak them out loud or when you write them down more to the point seem really obvious like okay actually the point at which I decided, screw the whole weekend, was actually only after I'd had a couple of hundred extra calories over my calorie goal. I actually hadn't really undone any hard work. I hadn't really impacted my fat loss over the week at all. And I would have still been in a great position to lose fat at the end of that week. But I blew it because of my mindset, because I had this perfectionist mindset, because I was on off, because those were my tendencies. And actually, that's what I need to work on. I need to remind myself that going a little bit over my calories isn't the end of the world. It's my response to that that's holding me back. Or maybe the situation is you over-restricted during the week. So by the time the weekend came, you were tired, you were hungry, and you ended up overeating because of the over-restriction. Okay, how can we deal with that? Make sure that next week you don't over-restrict. Make sure that actually when you get to Monday and you're thinking, oh God, I did go with my calories on the weekend to try and save that or like make that back I'm going to drop my calories to a thousand calories now and try and stick to that for as long as possible which inevitably again ends in overeating on the next weekend or even before that and people don't realize this as well but as soon as you write these things down it becomes obvious okay what's causing that overeating when you write it out and you work through it it becomes really obvious that the overeating is being caused by the over restriction and you need to go to the root cause of that problem which is the over restriction and deal with that So instead of over-restricting on Monday, you think, right, I'm going to get straight back on track. I'm going to hit my sensible deficit of 1,600 calories and I'm going to stick to that. And that's what I'm going to do because that's what's going to get me long-term results. Anyway, that is point one. Point one is write down what happened and what you can learn from it and really reflect on it. And don't just write down surface level stuff like, oh, I ended up overeating. Yeah, we know that already happened. Why? Why did you overeat? That's what you need to figure out because that's how you can come up with solutions to that problem. Until you know the cause, you can't come up with a solution. Step two is to write a plan for today, like the first day back on track, the first day back into routine. And the first day is often the hardest. So if you focus on mastering one day, then you start to build momentum. And once you have momentum, it's much easier to keep going. In fact, this is physics, like not to get too geeky, but this is literally physics, Newton's first law of motion, which states that every object will remain at rest or in uniform motion in a straight line unless compelled to change its state by the action of an external force. And that is a very fancy way of essentially saying momentum. Once you give something momentum, it keeps going. It is a law of nature that once you start things, they get easier because you have this momentum. And it's the getting started that can be hard because you don't have the momentum yet. But once you're moving, it's easier to keep going. 
And when you go off track and you have to start again, you've obviously lost that momentum. So you need to build it up again. I mean, you will notice this, a really obvious example of this would be when you get on a bike and the first like few pedals, even if you're on the flat, like the first few pedals are quite hard. You have to put a lot of effort into it because you're going from still to moving. Now, once the bike is moving, sometimes your, your legs are just spinning around and they're not really adding very much because you have momentum already because you're not accelerating. It's the same with your actions around fat loss. Like once you build up that momentum, you're kind of just rolling with it. The bike analogy is quite good because then if you fall off that bike, i.e. you fall off track or you, you lose your routine, then you have to get back on the bike and then you have to build the momentum again. So it's harder to get going again. And that's why the first day or two is always the hardest. So if you focus solely on nailing that and don't look too far ahead and don't get overwhelmed and just think, actually, what I can do is nail today. I can make sure I tick all these boxes off today. And you don't need big actions to build momentum. If we want to go back to the bike analogy, like you wouldn't start cycling in gear 21. I actually can't even remember how many, I'm pretty sure 21 is a gear, right? point is you wouldn't start cycling in a really high gear you wouldn't start your car trying to drive in fifth gear you'd start in gear one you'd start in a low gear and that's an easier way to build momentum and then as you want to go faster you move up the gears i'm not going to go too far with that analogy although i think actually given that it just came to me it's not a bad one and how much i love an analogy anyway point is you would start in a low gear because you don't need big actions to build momentum and the same is true with getting back into routine for fat loss or whatever your goal is, health, fitness. I talk a lot about fat loss, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the goal. And there definitely was a phase where I spoke a lot less about this because I was almost like apologizing, like, oh, you know, fat loss doesn't have to be your goal. It shouldn't be the, the go-to goal. But actually, do you know what? It often is the goal for people and I don't think we need to shy away from it. Anyway, as an example, your first day plan might look something like, I'm going to do... 8,000 steps minimum. I'm going to do a workout, even if that workout means 10 minutes at home. I'm going to have protein and veg with every single meal that I have. And I'm only going to snack on fruit in between meals. Like that's doable. Those are four things I can tick off at the end of the day. Then when you do, you give yourself some damn credit for doing that, for nailing that first day back. And I really encourage you to write this down in the morning don't just say it in your head oh yeah I'll do this this and this and you kind of half forget half the things you said you were going to do and then oh you've not quite hit that target but it doesn't really matter because you didn't actually write it down anyway write this down and then come back to it before you go to bed that night and give it a big tick and that is satisfying as hell and I always recommend that you set yourself quite low targets like because these are promises to yourself like you should take this seriously you are promising yourself that you will get these things done by the end of the day don't over-promise to yourself. Set low promises and then over-deliver on them. So you might be like, my bare minimum is going to be 8,000 steps, but then you finish the day and you've nailed 12,000 steps. That's incredible, but I wouldn't set yourself the target of 12,000 steps. I'd be like, I'm going to set a low target and then I'm going to do a little bit more than that. Rather than setting unrealistic targets that you don't meet because you never want to break a promise to yourself or set yourself a target that you, you might not be able to live up to. And a bonus tip here is to get some accountability. Like, tell your partner that you're doing this. Tell a flatmate, text someone, be like, oh, this is what I'm going to do today. 
might be quite random, but maybe you could give it a little bit of context. Or even like, feel free to shoot me a message and tell me what you're doing today. Like this is coming out on Monday, a lot, and it will come out at 6am, which means a lot of people will be getting back on track and hopefully you're listening in the morning that you can message me on Instagram at ESG Fitness or you can email me ESG at ESGFitness.co.uk at ESGFitness.co.uk and you can tell me what you're going to do today. And then at the end of the day, I want you to message me back and say, I did this. And I, I use this quite a lot with clients and I don't think I've ever had a client not nail that first day back when I message them and I'm like, these are the things I want you to do today and I want you to message me at the end of the day and tell me that you've done them. I don't think I've ever had someone say I haven't done them because they're achievable and because I'm holding you accountable to doing them. And then the third thing, the third part, you may not remember because I've rambled so much, but this was actually a three-step guide to getting yourself back on track. And the third step, is to remember that slip-ups are inevitable and to not beat yourself up too much about it. It's how you respond to them that dictates your results. As I said at the start, you don't drown by falling in the river, you drown by staying submerged. Get yourself up and out of that river and back on your bike and back building some momentum up. Wow, how many analogies into one was that? Hmm? You won't remember, you won't remember? <laughs> I freaking hope you remember. You won't forget that one. <laughs> um, I hope this has been useful and motivational motivational for you to get back and nail your first day back on track. Genuinely, if you need any help with this, shoot me a message at ESG Fitness, esgfitness.co.uk if you want to talk to me about anything or if I can help you or you want me to hold you accountable. That's where you can go and have an awesome Monday or actually whatever day it is you're listening to this. Thank you as ever for your time and attention. If you want to talk to me about coaching or if you want to find out more about how to work with me, head over to esgfitness.co.uk. There is also lots of free information on the website and some worksheets, which I hope you will find useful. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. Please tag me in your stories at esgfitness or shoot me a message. And if you think you know anyone who would enjoy this episode why not share it with them thanks guys <laughs>